Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Cozy Cryptid. I'm your host Tanner. In this episode, we have a special guest, uh, Miss B. Hello, Miss V. Hi, thanks for having me on. How are you doing? I'm doing really good today. You know, it's um it's a really hot day over here in Tucson, but you know, um it's gonna you know rain. We have monsoon season starting, so it's my favorite time of the year. Those thunderstorms are my favorite. How hot is it over there right now? You know, the highest um, it was this week, it went up to about 117, you know, um, it was, it, it's nuts, but you know, I'm a native Tucsonan, so I, I'm used to the heat, but over the years, it's just gotten, you know, worse, <laughs> hotter and hotter. Yeah, we're getting a heat wave over here too in Tennessee. Oh, yeah, yeah, my, my dad goes to Tennessee every year, so, it, and it's more like, um, humid, right? Like you guys get the humidity. Yeah, it's like like a, not as bad as like Florida, but we still get like a. Yeah. Florida's like like hot soup. Yeah, hot soup. Yeah, here <laughs> it's like a dry heat. So I've had people from the south come here, like from the east coast, and they're like, "Yeah, this I, this sucks. <laughs> it like burns you. You step out of your house, and it's like the sun just burns you. It's like a dry heat. You're just you're toast, dude. It just sucks." <laughs> so how long does the monsoon season last there? Um, you know, it really depends sometimes, um, like last year it really didn't stay for more than like a, a month, half a month. Um, so this is also a really bad season for, um, wildfires. So we actually have one, um, I don't know how many, probably an hour or two away that just started near Sells, Arizona. So it's, um, you know, this is just a horrible time when it's just like really dry and we don't get enough rain. Well, hopefully you guys get some rain and they'll... Dust those fires out for properties to get damaged. Oh yeah, I hope so. <laughs> so, what do you do for fun? You know, it's I used to do a lot of <laughs> a lot more things for fun, but you know, I have two kids, and um, I'm a full time student. So, you know, when I'm able to, um, you know, I like to go and um, go to my like. I guess people would call metaphysical shops, but I, I like to call my happy place because I just like to go and I'll get, you know, books or whatever I needed, you know, 
get or stock up on at home and you know whether it's crystals or herbs or candles um i also like to um i like to take the a drive to the mountains we have a lot of areas here where we can go um we have mountains everywhere so um you know taking drives taking trips um i love watching horror movies and um paranormal shows you know i'm just i'm just really into that stuff you know i that's more what i have time now you know um watching tv yeah. <laughs> catching up on my favorite movies and shows so i think that that's what gives me a lot of joy when i when i'm scared shitless when i watch my favorite movies <laughs> uh what shows are you watching right now um you know i just got done with um and or actually it's still in it's still going it's not ended yet but ghost adventures house calls just started and that's pretty interesting i started catching up and rewatching all of the ghost adventures um i rewatched all of um twin peaks all over again um but other shows I'm, i love the x-files i can watch that all the time you know i i'll put that on so i can go to sleep <laughs> oh yeah but yeah there's just yeah right <laughs> it's such a great show I watch uh I don't like all those shows. I love all those. Like I, uh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been busy with work, like, like well, actual like work, work, and it's sometimes mm-hmm. it's hard like to keep up with all these shows and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. And I, I'm probably one that likes to rewatch stuff, and you know, I can't keep up with most of it anyway. So <laughs> there's like a, a thousand deck of. I, I need to watch like a thousand documentaries on Netflix and stuff. Right? Yeah, that that's also something fun to do. Netflix, it's just like, I didn't grow up with that. So, you know, it's just so cool to have, you know, everything there at the same time with everything that I like, you know, like, um, like I said, it's just paranormal. There's unexplained, there's conspiracy theories, there's um, true crime. So it's never ending. It's pretty cool. So when do you start getting interested, interested in paranormal? You know, it's it's been um, more of a way of life for me than an interest. I've um, been um, able to, I guess, see the spirit world since I was about three years old. I used to live up, up in Denver, and um, I used to see and communicate with um, the old uh, gentleman that passed away there. He passed away from a heart attack, and uh, I was the only one, obviously, in my family who could do that. And um, I just, I just pretty much grew up like that, man. I've just been yeah. able to see and hear things for a long time since I can remember. Um, I've experienced good and bad, <laughs> so it's that's mostly why, um, you know, the, my podcast is more of like a documentary and journey of my own life with the unexplained. And um, I think that's also the reason why I wanted to begin it, so I can bring other people who've experience things and experience phenomenon that you know they've been unable to explain or even talk about it's really it's really hard to talk about and admit to people you know without being chastised or you know being called um crazy so um you know my podcast is just a safe space where people can come in and talk about these things you know yeah and i really appreciate that listen to your um like your first episodes Mm-hmm. I, I came interested like what's the history on the, the house you lived in Denver is there any history on that yeah yeah you know I um 
I heard that it's really creepy, but when we moved out, another family moved in and the husband died from a heart attack and fell down the same stairs that the old man did. Um, I don't, I, I actually would love to look into more history about, you know, the land or the property, but it's just so, it's really, it's too much of a coincidence that that happened. You know, um, I think they had lived there uh, more than we did um, before that occurred. Um, you know, we, I ended up living there for like a year and then we moved to Aurora, Colorado. So we weren't there for too long in that home, but um, it's just, it's just, like I said, it's a coincidence, but it, I, I never felt anything um, or saw anything besides him um, that, like another spirit, I did feel something really, I'm not sure if you remember, but I did feel a really dark, um, like energy down there, mostly like around the basement. Yeah. And um, I, I talk about seeing it and experiencing that as a child, but then, um, I talk about seeing, uh, and we're downstairs, you know, it's a bi-level home and, uh, where I'm at, I used to play a lot. Um, when you would go down the stairs, there was, you know, the big, um, TV room, the pool, um, pool hall, there's a guest bedroom and then the, um, door leading down to the basement. So I'd like to play like in that hallway in between where the laundry room was at, the laundry room led out to the backyard. So I was playing down there and this, um, it was darker than dark. <laughs> it just came out of nowhere, this big shadow. And then as soon as it came, this bright light, kind of like when you someone puts the brights on in their car, it just went super bright. And it, I'm thinking this happened in, in a matter of seconds, you know? Yep. And um, I'm downstairs. There, it, there can not be any sort of, you know, lights. Meters. So um, uh, I could just that but um that was probably the only other thing in that house that I felt so maybe whatever was there um was there before we we moved in and I'm not sure if it is the reason why the old man and that other um uh male that moved in after us um passed away I don't know if it had any hand in that but um when I did experience that really dark thing, I, I felt there was no good from it. It was it was just it was terrifying as a child. It was just um, it was traumatic. <laughs> that was my sure. my first I think experience with something dark. That's yeah, I can. It's very traumatic. Yeah, I can. What um? Why do you think there's like? Mm -hmm. Is it like evil? It's like evil thing or like, just like different. It's just like I don't understand I, how. Like they don't like yeah, understand. Yeah, I, like they don't understand mm -hmm. how like how to interact with people and like they're trying to say hi, but they're like, so like um, mm -hmm. sociopaths kind of. I like don't understand like, don't mm -hmm. try to hurt people. Kind of thing. Exactly. And I, you know, people, there's pe evil people in this world. And when they die, and however way they die, you know, they can leave that, um, you know, their spirit is just as malevolent and, and evil. You know, people yeah. go places and they're like, oh, it's demons. I'm like, no, human, <laughs> human spirits are just as evil, you know, and they can, um, they can be really aggressive and um, oppress people. So, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be 
you know, some dark entity. It could just be a very um, malevolent spirit that was once human, you know, and just was not a nice person. Definitely. Like, I hear, like, I, there's, like, tons of horrible people. If you ever, like, yeah. do, yeah. like, um, true crime or anything, it's, like, awful. Yeah, I can imagine you move into, like, a serious old home. Like, can you imagine, like, what is in there? You know, like, it's just crazy. All that awful energy that gets left behind. So, uh, in your podcast, you talk about being a clairvoyant. What is that? Yeah, so I always just, I always like to sit there intuitively. Things about it because I always had to be sure since I was a little girl. Um, and I didn't know how this should happen. But I've grown up and lived through my dreams, just like being able to, let's say, um, be around somebody and let's say they've lost a loved one um i'll just start and um having their loved one come to me you know kind of like doing medium readings you know you see that all the time on shows and stuff like i'm totally different like i didn't ask for these gifts you know and i i used to think of them as a curse but now i've used them for a lot of good and doing good in this world for people and um like I said, it's just like you see things that others can't. You can see the past or you can see the future. Um, for me, it's more more of both, you know? It's it's really cool when you just kind of sit with somebody and they allow you and they give you permission to read them. Um, but being a clairvoyant, like, I don't read people on a dime. You know, I think it's rude. It's kind of like you go to someone's house and you read through their journal. Like, it's just private, you know? So I don't like people who go up to people in the supermarket or you know what I mean like people stop you and they're just like you know they tell you some shit and they're just like oh my god something bad's gonna happen to you you know what I mean yeah it's very I think that's like, bullshit it's a yeah it's a big invasion of privacy I think to do that so, like uh, yeah right trying to, uh, trying to remember this stuff I've seen on a like there's like some like the stuff that comes out of like mediums and stuff when they do like seances and stuff. I forget what it's called. Oh, like like ectoplasm? Yes, thank you. Ectoplasm. Yeah, it's crazy because like I do more of like automatic writing. So I'll get like my notebook and I'll just like write whatever I'm channeling and everything. Like I, I don't like roll my eyes don't roll back in the back of my head and I don't like you know do anything like at times like the energy is so strong like i it looks like i'm cold you know like i get the chills but i've never had anything of that done um i'd be really interested to you know have somebody take pictures while i'm doing your reading um but you know people say they've seen orbs around when we do it but you know again it's just like it's more like communicating with people's loved ones and ancestors and stuff instead of like engaging with a a spirit in a home like doing a seance yeah um yeah that stuff i've i haven't done that <laughs> i stay i stay away from that just because you know like i said growing up with this stuff and being scared shitless by some really dark things like i don't go looking for it and i don't like invite that stuff you know what i mean of course you, like, you want to be safe and keep, oh yeah yeah keep your fact faculties all together and 
keep the mm -hmm. person safe and everything. Yeah, exactly. So were you studying in college? You're studying um, counseling in college, I believe, or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. No, I think I told you. Yeah, I'm doing. Um, I'm on my senior year now. Just about to start it um when the fall starts but um it, yeah behavioral science um i want to work with children and their families of trauma so mostly in the school systems how's that going How, like, what's that about like, oh what? i i i love it i freaking love it um i love children um i'm just i think a very compassionate person at heart so i just feel like um there's i, I wanted to be a teacher first of all i wanted i knew i wanted to work with kids but I think there's so much more emotional and mental support that that, that children need and their families. Um, so I think it's important, you know, with everything going on in this world, our kids are just exposed to so much more dark, evil stuff than we grew up with. So I, I just think, it, you know, there if there's a way that I can give back, it, it, it's by this, you know. And um, I'm really excited. I can't wait to graduate. I'm excited for you. I bet you'll be yeah. doing great helping out kids and everything. Yeah, thanks. So how are you, how are you liking podcasting? I love it. Um, I got into it mostly, I think like a lot of people did during COVID. Yeah. Um, it got me something to do, but also I just thought since I had time on my hands, it was either write a book about my life and I don't have patience for that. So I was like, hey, why don't I just start a little podcast? So as it was out for like a month or a couple of weeks until I decided, you know, maybe I'll just like, I hate Facebook, I hate Instagram. So I was like, maybe I'll just start a Twitter. And um, lo and behold, it's a great, um, it's a really great platform to use when you're a podcaster. Um, and um, I, I love it. I love the friendships I've made. I love how fun it is because I just really go into it for the fun of it and not like, you know, there's a lot of people who do do this seriously and it's like a form of income for them. That's awesome. They're kicking ass. But um, right now, yeah, it's just getting my uh, story out there, uh, listening to other people's stories. And, you know, it's just I, I love a good ghost story. So it's it's just pretty chill when I have a new episode come out. Like I put everything into it because it's just it's just um so cool to have people come in and talk about things they've experienced and i i like to have my audience feel that as well you know so yeah i i love podcasting it's been great that's great uh i found it that your podcast like since you're not like trying not trying to do it for like a paycheck you know it comes out as like very mm -hmm. thoughtful and engaging and genuine and it really helps it i think yeah, exactly right. I agree. Because like, uh, there's some podcasts out there like it's very um, like the word. Yeah. Like a, uh -huh. like fake, like, or you know what I mean, like. Uh, mhm. Mm yeah, I get it. It's kind of like you try so hard. It has to come from like. Yeah, I I understand. I've heard some like that. Um. It, it, when it's too serious for me, I, I'm not able to catch on and listen anyways. Um, I like to listen to shows where people are like laughing and having a good time. And, and also like when they're talking about content that's important, like my friends who have their true crime podcasts, like they do it in a way that's like not 
you know, for clout, I guess. Like, they do it and they respect the families of the victims. They respect the story and they do it so, um, like, I don't know, it's it's done, like I said, out of respect. But, you know, I've heard of other shows and people who just kind of do it and, you know, it's just, it, it, it's in bad taste, you know? Yeah. So, like, yeah. yeah, like you said, like, there's some people that just do it for, like, clout and or go to the next, like, trending topic or whatever it is. Yeah, like, I heard some people, like, when, um, what happened? Oh, what case was it? Mm. It was just recently, too, someone passed away and they're trying to communicate with their spirit. And I was just like, that sucks, dude. You know, like, don't, don't even get me started on that type of stuff. It's just not right, you know, and there's a a thing to get you know people to listen in and you know raise your numbers but like it's you know eventually that stuff catches up to you you know what i mean and i think when you just like i said you go out have fun you put up some professional boundaries that you know respect your your guests and then also like the stories that you tell and give credit to the people you know it's um i think that's a better way to go you know it's better to have dignity at the end of the day yeah, definitely. Like, like me, you like I've been in college. Like I went to college, and you're in college now. And you know, like, like everything, like they like, <clears throat> like demand you like to have a source for everything. So, I'm like, I'm in that mindset mm-hmm. to like have like refer- like sources for everything. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, like, I think. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Oh, no, no, no. Like, I think you're so right. Like, you have to give credit to the source. You know what I mean? And it's just, um, like I said, it's distasteful. <laughs> so, uh, are you reading any books lately? Um, yeah, there is this um, book I'm reading. Um, it's written by some um, witches over in Salem, <laughs> Massachusetts. I, I cannot wait one day. That's on my bucket list. I want to go to Salem really bad. But, um, they wrote a book about tea leaf reading so it's another way of doing readings but you use like i don't know i don't know if you saw harry potter but they do like the tea leaf readings Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they like they drink the tea and then the the loose leaf um the loose leaf of the tea is you know they make it appears in like different images and stuff like that so it's like a form of divination so i'm reading about it it's really interesting i think that it's really cool to read the history about it and like how these women have used them in their readings um that they hold for for groups and stuff so um i i think it's awesome you know i like reading about different stuff like that it's the more knowledge i have of things the better you know thank you that book i've been like reading a bunch of books like on cryptids and stuff and like paranormal oh, yeah. what's your favorite what's your favorite cryptid uh the Wendigo, it's pretty good. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, hell yeah, that's awesome. And I read a book like they they all like are like the internet's idea of Wendigo is like really off of like how the the uh, original the original idea was of it. Like it's more of like a spirit than like a deer man. Yeah. You know, it's, um, I'm, um, I'm Native American, you know, I'm, uh, I have, you know, relatives who, um, have grown up more in that culture than I did, you know, but my ancestors, man, let's, 
talk about that but you know growing up in the southwest you hear all of these things about these type of creatures you know here we have skinwalkers and you know it's something that i don't even like to talk about or say the name of you know but because we believe in it's it, it, sorry in its existence and um how these um by all means are, are not good things so um but yeah i do believe in them and um these things were once walked the earth <laughs> and uh, a long time ago and they're still here um if you're not comfortable with talking about uh skinwalkers we don't have to oh no no that's cool like it's kind of like we like we believe like we don't like to like it's um more of a faux pas mm -hmm. sir yeah i think it's kind of like when we're like right here like we don't see much of it in the city it's more of like because um like where i live in the city we don't you know i've, I've seen other things here <laughs> um and experience other things here but um more in the outskirts of, of tucson like we're talking about the three points area and there's even some places like i know uh, my dad's seen some pretty crazy shit like you know when you get out of the city there's more of like where my parents live where i grew up there's a lot of washes and there's a lot more desert life and um you you see really crazy shit here at night like the desert is like there's something about you know i know forests and the woods that is just really creepy and dense you can't see what's looking at you but in the desert it's just like it's just open and there's just like a different feeling at night you know it's just like it's open but you feel like there's things just standing all around you it's it's gnarly it's a really crazy energy that you feel um out here uh do you think that like the nighttime like like thins the veil somehow hell yeah i i really do think that i mean you think of the 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 power of the moon and how much it influences things and i just feel like um that along with um i don't know it, it's some something to do with timing whatever it is divine timing but um i i know that um at least to me i believe it comes from the land so whatever came from the land whatever was was summoned from people um, on land you know it gets it's energetically bound and it stays so you know those really ancient um and mysterious creatures or entities you like to call them they're it's really hard to get rid of them i mean i i haven't heard of anybody being successful as to you know get rid of any of this you know it's just like i said it's bound it's so ancient and it's just something that i don't i don't know i wouldn't i wouldn't mess with or want other people to mess with you know yeah like uh i think uh you ever watch stranger things oh i love stranger things yeah hell yeah, yeah. like i think the idea of like the uh what's it called uh, upside down whatever it's called like that's pretty yeah, upside down uh-huh yeah like it's it touches on a little bit like how what's his name who wrote the mothman prophecy um mm -hmm. he had a theory about like there's certain points in the world that have like easier to like mm -hmm. different dimensions and stuff oh yeah there's a place out here if you are going south of tucson and you're making your way down to like the border um there's a place in between it's like um i'd say in between green valley and two back there's 
the mountains in there are known to have a portal in there to another dimension and i went on my friend my other friends um podcast believer skeptic podcast um there's the episode where i go on with them and uh we you know they were talking about it it's there's so many people even in my family who have seen um and you can see it in the middle of the day that's what's so crazy about this is they see this huge um white light just just emanating from the mountain almost like trying to get your attention you know when you shine a mirror and it kind of gives you like that reflection you see something like a reflection almost you know and um it's known like there's a portal there supposedly um because all that area you know even over here just a lot of there's a lot of mines you know in arizona and um back in the you know gold rush days and whatnot it's just been a that highway from tucson to nogales was an outpost so you have all of these stories of just all these things happening in the past and you know these miners supposedly were trying and other people have been on quest to find there's supposedly gold that's buried there there's supposedly some treasure and people go and um you know there's a story of uh i mean i heard a story of a man who has gone and remember these are just legends or stories so i'm not sure if i can't vouch for this but a man goes up there with his friend and they're they're out and they're scavenging they're trying to find this and um they find almost like um like if you're looking at a mirage out in the desert and it's very hazy so they saw something like that and, and it was um a portal and the man the man was like his friend was like don't do it like don't go through there he's like no 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 i'm just gonna put my hand in so he said when he put his hand in um it disappeared and then he brought it back out and it was just you know obviously he knew you know this is a doorway to something um and yeah that's just something that i i don't know a lot of people here don't know about it i think that um like i said there's people in my family who have driven on this highway who have seen it in the middle of the day um i have someone in my family who experienced it i think at least twice or three times and they said it's during a certain time of the day um where you can see it i think they said it was either like at two or three in the afternoon and um it's uh yeah it's really crazy <laughs> it's a really crazy thing but i do believe in portals i believe in different dimensions um i mean how can you not yeah definitely there's like oh skinwalker ranch and like bermuda triangle oh, yeah mm-hmm so many yeah so what are your thoughts on cryptids do you think they're like a physical and um beings or more like a spiritual entities? you know yeah um i think that you know no one can really say to be certain where they came from i know that they've been here or were summoned or created and um it's really I think it's really close-minded to think that we're we're the only species here on earth you know what I mean but that, that um I mean you look at Bigfoot you look at um you know I don't know if we could be descendants I had no idea but I do believe in many of the cryptids that um 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. You know, that people talk about that have been um, researched by other cryptozoologists. Um, someone you really need to get on your show is my friend Asher's. I mean, she is phenomenal. She's like an encyclopedia <laughs> for like cryptids and all of that. But um, per a personal opinion, yes, I, I do believe in them. Yeah. I, th I think they've been here for us. Or they're visiting from another dimension there yeah i think some are here to protect us because think about it they would have like attacked us by now something would have happened um i, I know there's been people who um have seen these things and I, you know i just think like any other you know animal like a bear they just they're protective who knows if people who've been attacked by you know said cryptid were close to a nest or were just you know on their territory it doesn't matter but I do feel like there's some cryptids that probably come in from other uh, other dimensions and and whatnot. You know, I just um, there's some personal experience that I just, you know, had last month. And, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about it on my show in due time, but it's I'm still kind of <laughs> it's, um, I'm still not messed up about it, but I still can't believe that shit happened. But yeah, but yeah, yeah I do um, like process yeah. <laughs> it and everything. Yeah, process it. Exactly. Uh, we were talking, uh, we were trying to like get our recording set up for this. We're talking about Mothman for a bit. And I was thinking about yeah. like, like all the different like humanoid, like winded humanoids in like history. And I wonder if it's all like the Mothman, mm -hmm. like angels and backeries. And yeah, mm -hmm. uh, you know, yeah, I think anything is possible, man. I think that. You know, like I said, there's no right way or one right way. I think that, you know, you see these um, when people talk about the angel of death and he comes with big black wings. I mean, you never know. You know, I, I just think that um, I think that's what's just so fascinating to me about the unexplained, because I think it's not supposed to be explained. <laughs> I think mm. it's just one of those mysteries where we just it enthralls us It it beckons out to us to just like um talk about it more and the more we talk about it the more real it is um and it keeps it um um i don't bring some more energy to it i um yeah, <laughs> yeah. like um you think like we manifest is it possible that like, that we like manifest things into existence Oh, hell yeah. I definitely believe the power of intention. I mean, that's what spell work is. That's what prayer is. It's all about intention um, every day. You know, we even right now, like I'm we're intending to make a podcast, our intentions, you know, what are, what are we doing right now? It's I think very much, you know, manifestation is very powerful, you know, and um, that's why, you know, words mean a lot. You know, words can hurt more than anything. And speaking, um, 
out loud and saying things you know it, it has has a lot of power you know yeah definitely it was like uh idea of like the voice having power attention time you know, oh, yeah. you're saying like like the word of god Definitely, a hundred and ten percent. I believe that. Like, it, like I, I'm not really in the belief that, like, that, like the physical Bible has any power, but like the actual words has power. Oh yeah. Oh hell yeah. I think it's very, very powerful. The words in there and um, um, the way we speak it, and it's so um, ancient and holy. Like they say, you know, like I do believe that. Like uh, so uh, mm-hmm. oh, well. <laughs> covered a lot of stuff already. Um, so what's your least favorite thing about podcasting? <laughs> My least favorite thing about podcasting is uh, editing. Oh yeah, <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. I hate having to, um, like, you know, piece everything together. Yeah. Like, listen to your voice okay. for, like, hours, and, like, oh, <laughs> oh, no. Like, I have to listen to my voice, like, every time I edit, and, like, I hate my voice. <laughs> I think everybody does. It sounds awful. I, I hate my voice, too. I hate it. <laughs> I think we all hate that. I like I don't know how people like uh do like YouTube videos and like Instagrams like every day and Twitters and, <laughs> and like I don't know either. It's exhaust I, I don't know, I'd be exhausted doing it, but like I said, it's it's different like once you become an influencer and you really wanna do this full time, like that's you know, people take it seriously and that's cool. Like it's yeah, cool. cool. I have a lot of friends who do it. Yeah, I have a lot of friends who are influencers, so I mean I <laughs> I just can't. Like, I, I don't was, know. I just can't. Like I was never like the popular guy in school, mm-hmm. and like I never had like that social, like inner, like how to be like sociable and like how to be like mm-hmm. um on like on a show, kind of like put on yeah. a show kind of thing. Mhm. And I, I don't. Hey, know. I mean that's cool. Like I don't know how people do that. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, it's it's cool. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like yeah, just the way you grow up. Like I I grew up really shy, but then once high school came and everything, you know, going to camp and all this other stuff, I think it just you're put in those situations more often. It's just like okay, I'm no, I'm still a very anxious person. Like I have a lot of anxiety, still doing stuff, but I think you know. Um, I mean, it's all normal. <laughs> it's okay. Like you know, like I, I was telling you earlier, like don't. You know when we're podcasting like let's just let's just chill like hang out that's what i what i like about it it's like you sit and you talk to people that you're you're getting to know and you're getting to know like parts of their life and i think that's i think that's super cool all we're missing is like sitting in a bar and having drinks because yeah. that's like yeah you just put out that vibe and i like to do that in my podcast is just make everybody feel comfortable yeah i try to make people like feel like they don't have to be like Oh, I'm on a show and I, I hate that giving people that yeah. feeling like just yeah like just be yourself you know <laughs> so I, I've had guests like oh I'm like you're definitely promoting your show right now are you definitely like on here to 
promote your show not to like have a conversation and, and that's like oh, yeah and that's, i've had people like that well not on my show but like i'm talking to like i like to screen people and make sure like they're they're cool. a good fit you know like yeah. i know i'm gonna get along with them and i know they're not like digging around with me and stuff like that and i've had to say like oh you know what this isn't <laughs> something came up because you know it's just not a good vibe and i don't i don't like people who are just um kind of like when people ask for reviews and stuff oh yeah um like, like a... i hate that too yeah because it's like hey i'll review your show i'm like cool like and then well, they'll be like i reviewed it and a part of me is like well, you're gonna listen cool, to well, it? You're gonna listen to yeah, it? Yeah, well, like, I'll be like, cool, what episode did you listen to? And they're like, this, and I'm like, oh, cool. You know, what'd you like about it? And they're like, it was mm, nice. It was nice. really scary. I'm, I'm like, bro, like, did you even listen to it? Like, when I, when I make reviews, and I hardly do them, and when I do them, it's because I'm actually listening to the show. I'm really liking the content, and I'm not gonna go out of my way and leave a review. And, and, and honestly, if I don't vibe with it, I'm not gonna review it. But yeah. I, I give every cre creator the respect because it takes a lot of, you know, energy and stuff to put a show together. Um, but, you know, we're all podcasters, but we're not going to all like each other's, yeah. you know, stuff. Like, we all like different, we all like different things. We have different beliefs and some people in true crime do not care for paranormal or the paranormal people only want to hang out with the horror community. I mean, it's just either way like uh, either way I, I listen to i mean um like movie reviews oh, yeah. um and all that you know so yeah I, like i listen to like true crime sports podcast uh true yeah like cryptid stuff and like a whole bunch of different mm -hmm. i have a like a whole range of like podcasts i listen to and like yeah i enjoy it all <laughs> it's great yeah it's all cool it's all good sci-fi gaming i like all of it what's your favorite horror movie holy crap <laughs> that's a hard one I know, that's hard. oh yeah it's so hard like i have so many loves like i can't like if i could squeeze them all into one um i'd have to say and um you know I, it inspired my my logo actually i don't know if you've seen it it's me coming out of like a television screen and all these hands coming coming out and um it's inspired by poltergeist which is my favorite oh yeah you know it's um something that means a lot to me and something i grew up with um i grew up like really um like relate yeah just really relating to carol ann just because she was uh just like me she could see things and she had this gift like they said and um uh yeah it just it terrifies me till to this day and i love it like i said i love being scared I love getting scared. I love the suspense of it, like waiting for something. And, um, but yeah, I'd have to say Poltergeist, man. That's like my old time. Even like the second and third one, I'd have to say the third isn't as, you know, it'd have to be, it'd have to be in that order. You know what I mean? Like if I'd ranked them from like the best, it'd be just like that. Um, Poltergeist one and two are the best. And then the Poltergeist three is obviously not my favorite, but I still like it. You know, it's still pretty scary tell yeah um poetry guys is like one of my top 10 favorite like best horror movies ever yeah it's like definitely cool. like one of the like like i don't know guys and the Amityville horror or like neck and neck with each other oh, yeah At the Amityville, like the old um movie or like the recent like remake uh, the old one from the 70s or oh. the 80s 
was. Yeah, that, that was that was a, I love that one. That was more scarier to me. It was a remake, you know, but I had no idea. Yeah, I think Ryan Reynolds came out <laughs> in that movie. And I can't take him seriously. I only think of Ryan Reynolds as so as like a, you know being doing funny movies, but you know he was he was pretty scary in that movie. But I. It was okay. Like I said, I liked the original one. The original one was just like the the the, the music, the the imagery, like the oh the red eyes and the demon. Oh god, it was so gnarly. That's that's a really scary one. And Rosemary's Baby is oof, oh yeah, so scary too. Yeah, so uh, Ryan Reynolds he did this one movie that was like really good. Where he's like talking and it's like his. Imaginary mm-hmm. friends, I forget what it's called. <laughs> What's your favorite monster movie? Oh man, um, hmm, let me think about that. Monster. Man, let me think about it. I have so many though. Um. <laughs> And they're not scary. That's what I'm thinking. Cause like, I love those old movies with like Harry and the Hendersons. Cause like, I like, I like Bigfoot. And then if you want to talk about oh, yeah. like, um, I'd say like monster movies though. Like I love vampires, like, um, man, um, you think of Nosferatu, oh. you think of Dracula. I mean, I, I was more fascinated with vampires still to this day. You know, I, I still, want to make my way to the French quarters down in New Orleans, you know what I mean? I want to just walk around there and experience, you know, because they, um, and I'm going to have this guest on hopefully soon. I'm trying to get them on, but their experience with what they said was a vampire, you know, and um, I, I'd have to say they are, you know what I mean? I'm, one of my favorite authors of all time um, is Anne Rice. So oh, yeah. reading that growing up, like about vampires, like, I mean, I have all of her, her books and I absolutely was so sad when she passed away, mm-hmm. but you know, um, interview with the vampire for one, um, man, they yeah, make a series. Say, um, yeah, yeah. Oh. Right. Um, so when twilight came out, you know, that, the twilight <laughs> was like, like awful. Like I, like I ever grew up <laughs> reading Anne Rice too. And like, oh my God, I was like, no. <laughs> Like, no, yeah, Stephanie Myers, like you suck compared to Anne Rice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, uh, I really enjoyed the thing. It's like one of my favorite monster movies. Yes, yeah, the thing. And you know, um, watching Creep Show too. Um, I just loved all the the monsters in there too. You know, where werewolves too. I'd say that vampires, werewolves, and um like bigfoot i don't think of bigfoot as a monster though <laughs> i don't i i think that um vampires and werewolves are my favorite you know yeah do you ever watch uh you watch the underworld series movie series no you know what um what? i want i know right what? i want to get into it i i do i do i don't know what i was doing in that period i don't know i don't know what i was doing you're probably being like 10 or something yeah, I don't know. I heard that it's really good, and that I, I, I'll get into it. I'll sit down and watch it. Yeah, I mean, like I was in a, a vampire, uh, I guess like forum, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. and it was really interesting how they're talking about like there's like different types of vampires and 
It's like, yeah. I want to eat, drink blood. I want to like feed off energies, and it's very interesting. Are you more sensitive to like people who are like, or like energy vampires? That's your clairvoyant. Yeah, totally. Like, I think it's like people more who like to drain energy. Like, they just drain energy from you. Um, I, I am an empath, so I feel things, feel people's emotions. I feel when they're sick. Like, I know. Like, if they're hurting, I know, like, which side of their body is hurting and where. But, yeah, people who are just, like, man, I've had it not end a lot of friendships, but kind of, like, slowly stop talking to certain people that just take, just waste my energy, you know? Like, I just, I'm not as available to them, you know? It's just, it's too much, you know? It's kind of like you want to, like, just lay in bed after you talk to someone. Or even, um, for me, it's, um, being around, like, like a lot of being around a lot of people you know what i mean like it's um and they don't have to be doing anything bad to me it's just like just so much um energy around you know what i mean so um but yeah i think that there's some people who also um can be energy vampires who drain your energy and purpose too and do it in a um not so good a way they have different intentions you know yeah yeah like i don't know there's i know people have like you're around them and like like you say it's like exhausting to be around them and you're like not even mm-hmm. doing anything too like too yeah. exhausting totally or you feel like you have that feeling that you're like like someone's negative like you can feel their negative energy like oh that person's that they're fake they're not cool you know i don't want to i don't want to hang out with them i don't want to talk to them kind of thing but i know a lot of empaths like me who um, some people don't even know their empaths, but you know, a lot of them suffer from anxiety and depression and, you know, being really introverted just because, you know, it's very hard to be around people and, you know, out in public sometimes. And I'm very much the same way, um, but I'm both kind of like, I'm much more introverted, but I don't mind being an extrovert. I don't mind going out and doing stuff um, and everything going out and every um, everything with my friends. but um yeah okay. empaths kind of get kind of get um kind of get the bad end of the stick because like i said you just you can feel so many other people's emotions and you need to take care of yourself more better you know yeah like um i'm, yeah. I'm pretty introverted and like working yeah. in like customer service it's exhausting yeah. it's very exhausting oh dude i bet that's yeah i used to do that in my early like what 20 so i i know how it is and yet, like, there's like some customers are like, I'm not gonna be. It's hard to be nice to this person, but I'm trying my best because they're being like real awful. Right. Oh yeah, I remember doing those calls, and then you're just like, okay, the call's almost over. All right, <laughs> you know. But yeah, it sucks. And so, then that's what I said. You just have to like, like clearly, like kind you, of go uh, take care of yourself. Yeah, like clearly, clear this person is like doesn't want help. They just want to be like a complain. Well, yeah, right? I hate that. So what's a where's the best place to what's the best restaurant in Arizona? Holy crap. If you want Mexican food, um, because we're we're so close to the border, <laughs> there's um several places. Um there's one that makes these really awesome Sonoran hot dogs, um oh, yeah. called Huero Canelo. 
and they're flip they're bomb they're bomb um they also make really good burritos there um there's this other place that we love to go to um called um el charro and they make some like really great mexican food i love mm. the um carne, carne machaca enchiladas and um if you want uh you know any other restaurant you know we we're we're pretty famous for just like you know our our hot dogs here and we have a lot of street cars all around town and um you know being so close to the city like every they're just the take on different you know foods ethnic foods and you know the street cars are just it's so cool to see them around town and they show up different places um but locally you know we have some really good um uh pizzerias here too um I'd have to say NYPD pizza is my ugh, my favorite here in town. Um, their pizza is just amazing. It's huge. It's New York style pizza. It's just mm. amazing. Um, and I love pizza. <laughs> so, I love pizza too. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, it's it really it's a it's it, it really depends on what you wanna what you wanna eat down here. But we had some great restaurants. Well, what was like your favorite? Uh, what's it called like I guess meal when you were growing up my my favorite meal yeah oh man it still is man i i um <laughs> you know it's so different growing up like the foods that we grew up with like my mom would put together like hamburger helper or like yeah. what else um you know just talking about this yesterday with my husband like all the stuff we grew up with like the squeezes and the kind of candies we used to eat the ice cream they don't make those anymore but um i'd say pizza and chinese food are like my my vices they're like my go-to's i love them oh man squeeze i remember squeeze it yeah they were so dope i miss those because like everything back then was just like tasted better <laughs> i remember like like little like boxes of chocolate milk i'll get like in kindergarten those were dope. Yeah, that, wasn't it like Yahoo or something? Yahoo or like Nestle or something like that. Oh yeah, my kids. We still. My kids love that. I buy the big canisters of of the Nestle Quick stuff because they love it. Now they're like making it where it's not. Um, there's no like caffeine in it, and it's like more healthier, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> some pe some parents would would really um disagree with me, but I don't care. <laughs> Oh man. So, uh, I think right now my, my notes here. Mm -hmm. So what's it like, uh, what was your first like clairvoyant, like when did you first realize you were like, beyond like, you can actually see into the past and see people's futures. What was that like? Yeah, it was more of like getting like really dizzy and I would have like a vision more of like the future, like kind of like it was just weird. And then deja vu feels like the same way for me. Like I just feel like I get a little bit dizzy and I feel like I'm in that same exact place. Like I, I've been here before, I thought about this or um, having dreams of someone passing away and them doing it, you know, actually passing away or something, um, you know, it, and it very much comes to me more in dreams in dream form when I have something like that happen but clairvoyance you know I 
when people ask me to do readings and stuff for them and I always tell them like, hey, look, like I'm not by no means, I don't like to call myself a psychic. I'm not gonna tell you this is how your future is gonna be because shit changes. The future is always subject to change. It's really subjective. So it's all based on like, human choice you know we have free will you know what i mean like your your life can go any way you want it to be honest with you you know what i mean so um clairvoyancy i just feel like it's a guide but doesn't mean like it's gonna happen that way you know there's different factors and different things in life that can influence things you know what i mean so um but for me that that's how i knew growing up is like i when i would feel dizzy and stuff yeah does it feel uh when when you're having these Oops. Uh, Does that interrupt you? I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. When you have okay, any... no, but okay. <laughs> no, no, but anyways, yeah, I used to suffer really bad from migraines oh, so. growing up. Yeah, and now I kind of feel like it was actually because I think it was affecting like my my third eye and everything, just because like I didn't realize that I was a clairvoyant and all that. I, I just think it was affecting me, and I didn't know how to how to um. What do you say um cleanse myself because you know i cleanse myself now with like sage and palo santo and i do other things to help me like rebalance and stuff you know and 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 clear my energy but i think that i was taking on so much when i was a kid like it just it just became so stagnant and those migraines were just like happening all the time they were excruciating i mean i couldn't stand up i'd walk and I, i i couldn't move my legs there was flashing yeah. lights everywhere. I was so sensitive. It was um, a really hard time. <laughs> it sucked. Is it is it better now? Oh hell yeah! I probably um, I don't get them quite as often. You know what I mean? So it's all good. That's good. You think yeah. uh, when you're you said you have more vi- like your more visions during your dream while you're dreaming? Do you think it's uh, yeah? Do you think it's like a bit of like astral projection? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that, like, I have to ground myself sometimes, and I forget, like, all the time, but if I don't ground myself before I go to bed, like, whether it's meditating or saying a prayer or whatever, I wake up so exhausted. I feel like I've been everywhere in my dreams. Like, I feel just so tired. And, um, you know, I just feel like you're in a different state of, you know, you're in your subconscious. You're in a different state. And, you know, who are we to to say that we we are not in another plane of existence we're not experiencing different things you know what i mean um dreams are so powerful um my dreams are weird (laughs) they don't make sense at times sometimes they're like yeah perfect perfectly clear and then sometimes they're just changing and the the weirdest thing comes out i'm just like what how am i supposed to interpret this you know but you know it is what it is yeah it's like a like in your school and suddenly like you're eating like a cake made of like I don't know, toes or something. I'm like what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I wonder if like you're like, actual projecting into like either the past or future. Somehow. I think a little bit of, I don't know. I think it's like a little bit of both. I think like you and I were just talking about different dimensions and everything like that. I I just feel like um we meet in a different place sometimes. You know when we dream. Um I I don't know how to describe it, but. You know, it's, I'm just like in a different place, you know, and some, sometimes I think that's why a lot of people experience these things when they're, um, cause you're in a state of weakness, obviously you're dreaming, um, you're not conscious to this, but a lot of people get like sleep paralysis and attacked more in their dreams. They have awful nightmares, terrifying night terrors and stuff. 
like I did growing up and still do um, just because I think I'm in that place where it's just like um, you're more inhibited and whatnot so yeah it was really hard for me to go to sleep sometimes at night nighttime just sucked growing up for me too so oh yeah me too okay I still like have insomnia so like yeah so night shift is cool I guess mm-hmm um has your uh empathy helped your like count like your pursuit of counseling i think that'll be helpful for you oh hell yeah i think that it's gonna be very helpful you know um to help kids and help people i know i feel like i counsel so many people not like that you know i'm, I'm not saying that I'm, yeah. you know i'm not i'm not diagnosing anybody but i mean like your friends and family who come to you and it's just like you know people say you're so easy to talk to or i feel so much better after i talk to you like that kind of stuff you know i've, I've been like that all my life so it's wonderful i'm glad you can help out your friends and family like that thanks yeah it's all good so we've been doing this for about an hour oh wow yeah. <laughs> it's gone by so fast cool cool and i don't want to like go too far because i want to talk about like okay. yeah cause yeah totally i'm i'm good we i will keep um keep conversation again, I think we're talking about yeah, <laughs> there's right. so much more stories i can talk about yeah i want to hear them all you can, like catch up yeah let's do it so where can people find you at well um wherever they stream their podcast um again my podcast is life paranormal with v you can find me on spotify um apple podcasts um google um right. anywhere like i said you find your uh podcast you can also communicate with me via twitter at v life paranormal i recommend like starting from like beginning the first episodes and like just starting from there and yeah, you know i i like it because like my if you want to hear my own journey i would say start from the beginning of season yeah. one but like definitely if there's an episode that catches your eye like by all means like listen to it you know what i mean so yeah, yeah there's no there's no right way i guess <laughs> yeah i'll so oh uh, what's next time i can have you on uh, anytime. anytime anytime yeah let me know sometime next month or in august whatever oh. okay <laughs> yeah sounds great thank you um thank you so much by the way you're, you're totally welcome thanks for having me Everyone go follow her and like binge her podcast. It's really great. Yeah. Alrighty. And thank you for listening to this episode of Cozy Crypto Podcast with V from Life Paranormal with V. Have a good one. Be good. Catch you later. Yep.
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.